Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's me, Tiff, coming to you live, live, live on Facebook. Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, what's going on? Uh, it's me here again. And um, I wanted to share with you, uh, especially for my friends who have jumped into entrepreneurship uh, to help people and to make impacts, but you know, seem to not be able to get out of your own way. You know, if that's you, you're like, I'm in this, I have a product or a service, I'm excited about it. Uh, I wanna help people, but I can't seem to get out of my own way to serve the client, to make money, to grow my business, what's happening. So um, I wanted to share with you some incredible insights I've had and the biggest mistakes plural that I keep making over and over and over again that I'm now committed to changing. And I know I'm not alone in this. I know that there are many of you out there who are um, really looking to make a difference and really looking to make a difference in your own life and the lives of other people through your service and your product. And you're just looking for a better way to do it and a better way to do it. And I think that's what the whole space has become, right? This whole internet marketing space has become about how can we do it better, better, and better, new, 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 better, 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 new, new, new. And um, that's what it's become. So um, I wanted to tell you a little story. So in 2018, you know, I was what you could say at the top of my game. And what I mean by the top of my own game, I mean, 2018, I was 26 years old and in revenue uh, per month, we were bringing in my, my team, my company were, were bringing in 90,000 in volume in 2018. And the crazy thing is, is that um, I was only 10,000 uh, away from 100,000, which was like my lifelong goal of making it to $100,000 a month, right? And so there were obviously sets of skills and sets of sacrifices and sets of superpowers. I call it the three S's, sacrifices, skills, and superpowers, or another word for superpower is character traits that allowed me to do that. And I had spent the previous four or five years developing those skills, developing those superpowers, and making those sacrifices. And some of those sacrifices were, of course, not hanging out on the weekends. Uh, I was branded Tiff the Weekender, not because I hung out on the weekends, it's because I worked on the weekends and I was uh, an undergrad uh, in university uh, at that time uh, during the week. And so I would, I would hustle every single weekend and I became Tiff the Weekender and I became really good at making these sacrifices for my business to grow. And, um, you know, as you can imagine, I was like well-oiled in my SSSs to be bringing in uh, almost six figures in revenue per month as a 26-year-old in the network marketing space. And I was really proud of that. And uh, as I started to come closer to reach my goal, which was 100,000, I started to freak out and I decided to ask for help. And so if any of you have experienced, you know, getting really close to a goal that you had, getting really close to doing something that you know you really, really wanted, and then all of a sudden opting out of it. Some call it self-sabotage, 
that's something that I thought I was doing was self-sabotaging, but it really wasn't. So just drop me a thumbs up in the comment section and let me know below if this is something that you've ever experienced. But I was freaking out. I was like, yo, I'm about to hit 100,000 a month in volume. Like, this is what I've been dreaming about and I need help now. And it's funny because the three S's, the sacrifices, the skills and the superpowers that I had to get me up to that point could have truly brought me across the finish line, could have truly took taking me from 90 to 100,000. And what happened was I decided to call it, I didn't call it completely quits, but I had a moment. And this moment was with a, a, um, a mentor of mine. He wasn't really someone I worked closely with, but he was someone I admired and I was really inspired by. And he was doing millions of dollars in sales and had an incredible team. He was an incredible speaker on stage. And I was like, yeah, like this is my dude. Like I really like him. And so I, I told him what I was feeling. And he said, you know, it sounds like you don't like how you got to your 90,000 and that you, when you get to the 100,000, you want to do it on your terms the way that you want it. And, <clears throat> and he said, if you're not willing to give up who you are now for what you can become, then you won't ever get it. And that's when I sort of was like, okay, I need to make a shift. And I believe everything happens for a reason, you know, that the past few years of my life has, has been an incredible personal journey. And my business has, uh, you know, um, gone past six figures a month in revenue already. Um, but the journey to get there, I'm, I'm, I'll just get there later uh, in terms of the story. So anyway, I switch it up. And I reach out for help and I start joining personal development programs and I start joining coaching programs and I start like really pouring into myself to figure out how to do this. And so you could see my revenue going from 90 to 80 to 70. Then I, and then in 2019, I was averaging 50,000 a month, going from 90 to 50. Can you imagine being at the, like the top and going from the top down and really going, okay, no, I'm on this path. I'm on this path. I'm on this path. And so I started like, trying to figure out ways to reposition myself in the marketplace. And instead of repositioning myself, I started to do something entirely new because I was like, I didn't realize it, but it, I wasn't, I was, it, I, it wasn't like I was bored. It was just that I thought I knew everything I had to know in that moment. And I had to do something completely different to get a completely different result. And so entrepreneurs, they do this a lot, especially in this age, you know, is that they jump from idea to idea to idea, which is something I'm only saying this because I've done this so many times um, in the past few years. And the, and the funny thing is that from like 2013 to 2018, I, I was laser focused and I only did one thing. And so those character traits, those three S's, the sacrifices, the skills and the superpowers that I had definitely could have taken me over the finish line. And instead I got distracted. Um, I got distracted because of fear. Fear is of like, oh, like I, I can't do this like this. I can't do that like that. And the things that I've learned in the past few years, I think are really going to support me moving forward. But looking back, I definitely could have made it across the finish line. And so, um, Anyway, uh, what I realized, and I was listening to this dude, some of you might know him in this space. His name is Alex Hormozzi. And he's, I mean, he's great. He's like almost doing a billion dollars a year and he's 
so eloquent in the way that he speaks and he's so clear and concise. And I'm listening to one of his podcast episodes about, you know, don't keep starting from scratch, which is something that I, for some reason, have been addicted to is like starting from scratch. And it's really brought me a lot of heartache and a lot of uh, disappointment, continuing to feel like I need to keep starting from scratch rather than starting from what I already know. Like I've poured almost a decade of my life into these three S's and, and I've gotten to a point where I know that at any point it could tip over and I keep stopping myself from the tipping point uh, because I'm starting something new. So if any of y'all can relate, go ahead and put that down below. I wanna hear from y'all. So. Now that I've had this insight and it hit me like a, like a brick, you know, I go, wow, all I really needed to do was cross the finish line. That's all I really needed to do. But how do I actually address the feeling of wanting to do something new? And so Alex talks about, he says, you know, and, and, and what comes up. So now that in retrospect, I can really take sort of the personal feelings out of it because I'm here now. And in the moment, I obviously was feeling some type of way. I was obviously feeling, uh, you know, anxious or sad or something. And I was looking for a way to move past it. But that's the problem. That is the problem. And I see this, especially with purpose-driven entrepreneurs or people who really tie in their identity with their business, like I did, um, really run into this. And the thing is, if you could really get a hold of this thing that I'm about to share with you right now, then what you can do is you can really grow your business in a way that is objective. And you could really grow your life, your leadership in your life in a way that is, is, is uh, personal and meaningful and purposeful for you. And so, so Alex says this, he says, he says, uh, you know, I see this, especially in the marketing community, more than anything, this need, this need for constant change and growth, right, and challenge. But I think you need to redefine the challenges. This is becoming hard for you because you're getting bored. And there's many other words for bored, but bored is the one he uses. So the challenge is, A, to be comfortable with boredom, which is some of my best mentors that I've worked with in the past year have really said this and not until recently I've really understood what that meant but be comfortable with boredom, like the boring mundane tasks every day that really get to where you get you where, where you want to go. And B is to not need it, meaning to not need to continually do something new and start over again. So, so what he says is, this is what blows my mind. And, and I realize is that the business doesn't exist to satisfy our internal deficiencies. The, let me say that again. The business doesn't exist to satisfy our internal deficiencies. And this is what I see in terms of the marketing and marketing that I personally use to attract entrepreneurs to come into my space and to work with me is we're tying personal personal identity to the business. And what is what is really a business? So he continues to say, we're insecure. We need connection. We need and want status. And these are the things that we built our business to solve. But y'all, newsflash, our business doesn't actually need to solve any of those things. It just needs to provide value to the customer. Let me say that again. Our business doesn't actually need to solve any of our personal problems, like our insecurities, our need for connection, 
our need and want for status. It just needs to provide value to the customer. Then he continues to say, we try and extrapolate or project our own needs onto the business and in so doing, break our businesses and make the wrong decisions. And that's what I did this year. It's what I did last year. It's what I did the year before. And so I've lost about two or three years of where I could have gone from 90 million to 500, I mean, 90,000 to 500,000 a month, instead from 90,000 to 50,000. Now we're doing about 120 to 30,000 a month, but it could have been way, way further. And I'm not sort of like, oh, looking at the past, well, well, I'm looking to learn from my mistakes. And I want to share this mistake with you uh, so that you don't make the same mistake, right? So so uh, I, let me know if this is like hitting hard for you at all, because this for me was like, man, I'm still talking about it. I'm probably going to keep talking about it all week just because of how massive it is in terms of my own personal breakthrough. Now, he says, because we have these insecurities that we project on our business and then force our business to solve our own personal issues, we end up breaking the thing that is actually working just fine because we have our own personal needs to satisfy. So I had a lot of personal issues I wanted to satisfy. And I started to tie that into what the business was. When the business, all it is, is value to the customer. That's all it is. And so if I continue to provide value to the customer, then what I get in return is money. Then money can do the things that money does, but life will still keep doing the things that life does. And that's what I didn't get. And so I started to conflate the two and I go, if more money, then my personal life would be better. Um, Y'all, there's things that problems that money can solve and there's problems that money can't solve. And when you're a business owner or an entrepreneur and you try to solve your own problems with your business, look, it doesn't work. And uh, it's an interesting new objective perspective to have. And and the people that I look up to really take on this perspective. And so what what gets to happen is that your personal life gets to be taken care of. Your personal life gets to grow. Your personal life, get you, you don't ignore those things, but you don't conflate them with your business. Because when that happens, you, you self-sabotage is what they call it, and you break everything down. And yeah, I mean, crazy. So then he says, so I tried to make my business solve my personal problems when it really just needed to solve my client's problems. So what happens when you solve your client's problems is that they give you money and then the money solves money problems. And then you have time and space capacity to work on personal problems. You see? So, so, and I needed to deal with my own personal stuff is it how he finishes it. So then he goes to say like, so how do you tip, how do you even fix this? And this is where I come in. All right. This is where I come in, in terms of like what I've learned so far in the past few years, what I've been able to put together, the kind of people that I've been able to help and help them solve uh, certain problems is that I realized that there are two ways to stop yourself from breaking the very business that you know is going to get you the results that you want and get the results for the clients. Okay, here are two things. Number one is to create new front ends or back ends. In marketing, what does that even mean? It just means to reposition yourself in the marketplace, to be fresh in terms of the kind of marketing that you have, to try new things, but to not change your business, not change your business model, but to change the messaging uh, enough so that it's new and it's fresh and it's relevant 
And, and so that's one thing. The second thing is to add new constraints. So when he talks about constraints, what he really is talking about is um, the ability to do the thing that you want to do um, while adding new rules. And so I was talking to Heather the other day about this, and she says in design, because she's a designer, in design, it's like the whole thing about design, apparently. So basically, um, it's not about reinventing the wheel. It's not about creating something entirely new. It's about adding new rules and seeing if if they could do the thing that they want to do, the impossible, um, make it possible, but with these new constraints. So what do I mean when I say that? For example, um, when I was at a 90,000 uh, a month in volume in 2018, the way I was doing it was I was working like a dog. <laughs> like, like the sacrifices that I made were extreme uh, in, in comparison to, to like my peer group. Um, but it weren't, it wasn't extreme for like business owners, right? So like working every weekend, traveling across the countries, I was on a plane 111 times. The skills that I had were honed in of years and years of days of every day doing the same presentation, the same sales pitch, the same, 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 the amount of phone calls and follow-ups, the, the late nights, all those things. I didn't have constraints in place so that when I got to the thing that I really, really wanted that I felt like it was possible. So the new constraint that I added was I wanna be able to reach over six figures a month in my business, but working five days a week. And I remember doing that with my business partner, Tig for Elm World, is that once we set a new set of constraints that my business actually did grow from 90 to over a hundred thousand, it was actually from 50 to hundred cause it had dropped. Right. And so we didn't, I didn't change what I did with my network marketing business. But what I did is I added a constraint and I said, what if I'm able to grow this while only working five days a week instead of seven? What would happen then? And then I can go, what about four days a week instead of five? And then what about only nine to five and no minute after five? And so I started to add these things. And then what if I can do that and have the body of my dreams and have the physical health of my dreams? And then you add that one in the new constraint is, okay, all of those things plus having a family, right? And like doing that and having success in the business and having it continue to grow. Those are the ways that we can keep fresh as entrepreneurs. The challenge though is, is one understanding where the problem really is. Sometimes it's a problem in your business. Sometimes it's a problem in your personal life. You have to be able to create awareness and distinctions around what is and what's not. So that's number one. Number two is then the ability to form new habits based on the new constraints that you've had for your life and your business. So that's something that I've had a lot of help with through these like coaching programs. And then I learned how to do it with other people and the clients that we've had in Elm World have successfully created new habits that they're actually growing their volume every month uh, with these new sets of constraints of not having to do X and Y and Z. So number two is the ability and the time and the feedback to be able to create new habits to, uh, uh, to then do this thing, right? To then have these constraints and then grow. That's number two. Those are basically the two things. And so um, 
So where I fit in in terms of like TIFF, like then how do I even, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, what are you really offering here? So what I'm offering is I'm, I'm based on this concept, right? This concept that I think is so, so, so needed. And, and I wish that I had this breakthrough a lot sooner, but basically what I'm willing to do is offer you the ability to personalize your, your, uh, transformation, basically helping you break through to that next level without breaking your business. And the way that we're going to do that is we're going to take a look first, become aware, diagnose where the problem is. And that might be your physical health, that might be your mental health, that might be your emotional health, that might be your businesses and what in your businesses is it sales is this is that I truly think I have a decade of experience to understand where bottlenecks lie, continuing to grow my my um, my skill set, my three S's, my sacrifices, my skill sets, and my superpowers to be able to serve you. And if I can, I'll definitely send you to someone who can, because I have a few mentors in my back pocket that I truly, I always recommend people to go to them. And I don't even take referrals or anything like that for some of them. Some of them I do because I'm like, if you offer it, fine, that's cool. Um, but I'll, I'll do what I think is best for you. So one, we'll diagnose where the problem is. Number two, we'll figure out then where it is that you want to go. And then three, we'll figure out what constraints you want to have in place. You want to work this many hours, that many hours, what makes sense. And then we'll keep an eye on you and your business and track the progress that you're making or the not progress you're making, being able to refine that process until you've reached that level where you can break out and break through to that next part of your life and your business. So that's my offer for you. If that's something you're interested in, go ahead and put a fire emoji in the comments and we'll have someone reach out to you. But anyway, if you don't reach out, it's fine. I just hope that you get as much value as you could from this call. I'm obviously very passionate about it. So drop me value if you did get value because I want to see it and I want to know if this was helpful at all. As you can see, I'm not doing this in a private Facebook group because I just want to share this message out with the world. There probably will be a private Facebook group coming out soon somewhere and uh, we'll let you know about it. But anyway, hope you have an amazing Monday. See ya. Bye.